You are listening to an SAFM podcast, 104 to 107 nationwide. Stream us live on www.safm.co.za or via the SABC Plus app. SABC News, independent and impartial. The African National Congress uh, will today hold a picket outside the Israeli embassy in Pretoria in solidarity with Palestine. This after more than a week of intensified violent uh, attacks between the two Middle Eastern countries after the Palestinian group Hamas launched unexpected military onslaught against Israel. For more on this, we're now joined on the line by Wendy Khan, the National Director of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. A very good morning to you, Ms. Khan, and welcome. Good morning, Alvin. How do you now feel about the African National Congress organizing a march outside the Israeli embassy in solidarity with the people of Palestine? I have absolutely no problem with the ANC expressing sympathy and solidarity with the Palestinian people. I really don't. I just find it very, very hard to understand why the ANC couldn't have shown any degree of sympathy um, in the days after the horrific, brutal massacre against innocent Israeli citizens in Israel. We're nearly, it's now the figures are nearly up to one-sixth. They keep finding hard bodies in the south of Israel where people were murdered, where there was a, a, a music concert where they went in and they, they mowed down two, 260 people in cold blood. They executed them. They raped women next to corpses. They killed children and families in their homes. They went and they killed a, a pregnant woman taking the baby out. The cruelty was unbelievable, and they filmed it all. They filmed it all so that the world could see their level of cruelty and torture. Why could the ANC, in the days after, when South African jury were devastated, why could they not, in those days, expect um, some form of solidarity, first of all, to Israel for this horrific, horrific massacre, and also to South African jury, who were feeling so traumatized at the time, they find it very easy and quick to go and march against Israel. But what about when Israel was experiencing such terrible, terrible need? Why could they not have expressed any form of compassion at that time? But some would argue that the retaliation by Israel has been very violent. Uh, your thoughts on that? Well, Hamas is holding 200 citizens 200 innocent, there is a baby there of nine months old. There are young children. There are elderly people. There is a woman who was a Holocaust, who was a Holocaust survivor. There is a woman with dementia. They have people there, young children, who are captive. 200, can you imagine if 200 South Africans had been taken by ISIS in Mozambique and were being held there? How would the South African government react? Would they not want to go back and get our hostages? I would like to think as a South African citizen that they would, that they would go and they would take every measure possible to come and get me if I was one of the people being held by a terrorist group. Now, the UN experts have expressed their serious concerns over Israel tightening its siege on Gaza by reportedly depriving 2.3 million people of essential food, fuel, water, electricity and medicine. Is Israel in violation of the Geneva Convention and the abandonment of the international humanitarian law in Gaza by their alleged intentional denial of food, water and electricity to Gaza? No question that there is suffering and that there are innocent people. And I can feel 
sympathy for every single innocent person that is suffering through this. And I wish that when, when Hamas had gone in and committed that massacre on the 7th of October, that they would have thought of how that was going to impact on their people. Why didn't they think of that before they parachuted into Israel with their GoPros filming this massacre? Why didn't they think of how that was going to impact on the innocent people who are living in Gaza? And I think we, we have to think about that. Mm-hmm. Their leadership also needs to take some culpability. And when Minister Pandor phoned the leader of Hamas, Khania, and she had her little phone call with him, why could she not have expressed that to him? Hamas, why did you go and commit these atrocities so mm-hmm. that your own yes. people would feel that kind of retaliation? Why did she not say to Hamas, send those 200 hostages home so that they wouldn't need to be this kind of retaliation. Ms. Khan, thank you so much for your time. That's Wendy Khan, the National Director of the South African Jewish Board of Deputies. For more on this story, we're joined on the line by the ANC spokesperson, uh, Mashlengi Bengu Motsiri. A very good morning to you and welcome. Good morning, good morning. Thank you for having me. Ms. Bengu Motsiri, what is the purpose of the ANC's march to the Embassy of Israel today, and, and what are you hoping to achieve with the march as a result? Well, we were shining a spotlight, as uh, we have done over, I don't know, decades now, shining a spotlight on a matter that we have been consistent in a principled position, calling for the self-determination of, you know, by the people of Palestine, and uh, calling for peace, calling for negotiations, calling for a two-state solution. This has been frowned upon by the apartheid Israel for the longest of time. Today, the entire world has woken up to to it, and I think it is with a great sense of gratitude that that is happening. Look at the global south. Look at the global north. Every nation is rising in support of self-determination for the people of Palestine. And uh, we are then embarking on this march this morning, and that will be followed by several other campaign actions, including engaging the South African Jewish Board of Deputies, uh, because we are always open to engagement as the governing party in this country. Mm. Um, but we do not agree with them and their deflection of issues. And as far as uh, Naledi Pando, the Minister of uh, International Relations and Cooperation, and underscore the word cooperation means that she can speak to any interest group in Palestine. Uh, and this, this is consistent, of course, also with the spirit of multilateralism and the spirit of diplomacy. But how true are reports that the South African government is currently discussing a possible sanction against Israel over this recent conflict? And what impact do you think uh, this would possibly have on South Africa's diplomatic ties with Israel? Well, I'm not, um, I'm not uh, 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 in a position to comment on actions of government because I don't want to conflate party and mm. state. But I can say that uh, we are going to make several calls uh, today in our memorandum of demands, and I'm happy to come back and explain our memorandum of demands mm-hmm. um, to yourselves, guys, And uh, because um, that may very well be one of the issues that uh, not just the ANC, the ANC is marching together with faith-based communities, uh, progressive civil society in South Africa, and so on. 
So part of what may very well be covered will be to have a conversation about what so, uh, sort of sanctions should be had against uh, Israel. But uh, I think in general it is time that uh, no one minces their words about a country that uh, practices apartheid. We know too well as South Africans what happened um, um, for us uh, to be liberated. It had to take the entire world to stand up uh, to achieve that. So we're not speaking from a position of uh, ignorance, because we went through that same experience. And uh, that's all I can leave it, uh, it mm-hmm. at. But the decision about sanctions, of course, that's a very sensitive discussion, can ho- only happen in government. And when it does happen in government, um, we would look at that and react accordingly. I thank you so much for your time. ANZ spokesperson, Moshlengi Bengu Motsiri. You can find SAFM Current Affairs on 104 to 107 nationwide. Our podcasts are available for download on all our digital platforms. SAFM, leading the conversation.